If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What is going on? Welcome to a very special episode of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64, Josh, and I have a a very special player, too. My uh, my uncle Ken is going to be joining me for this. This is just kind of a bonus episode. We're not going to we're not covering any news today. We're not doing anything like that. We're just going to take a trip down memory lane and uh, more than likely hear some embarrassing stories about me. <laughs> so uh so yeah so we're gonna we're gonna start this thing off and just kind of get to know get to know my uncle ken a little bit and find out about how he started out uh gaming we're gonna go back in the way back machine so 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 where does it start oh are you talking to me yeah yep oh, talking to you yeah. you're good ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, well you know we had those uh little led machines playing football on back when i was a kid oh yeah fun stuff pong of course was a big deal and then uh, Atari 2600, big thing. If we weren't in the arcade, you were playing at home on 2600. And spent all the money I made on games. Got to the point where I out friends or trading with other people that had them, stuff like that. Yeah. We were just playing on the Switch until about, what, 2, 2 a.m. the other day, <laughs> playing playing old Atari games from the... Uh... Atari flashback and uh, adventure. Yep he 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 went through. I'll post a picture on Twitter. He went through and found the uh, the uh, uh, yeah the micro dot and the the Easter egg that you can see in Adventure. So if you guys have seen Ready Player One, you'll you'll know what we're talking about. But uh, uh, I'll go. I'll post that on Twitter so you guys can see it. I made sure to save it to the Switch. And uh, but so this guy is the reason I have a. a, a drug problem game problem um and so um probably the reason i'm I'm even here doing these kind of shows and everything because i got i got so into gaming so young what what do you remember uh like you took me to the arcade i played your atari like do you kind of remember just getting me into this stuff for the for the first time or introducing me to it or yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it's like, what, 30, over 30 years now, so it's been... Right, yeah, it's been I don't a remember while. specifics, but I do remember you were just always, like most kids, you were fascinated with the video stuff, you know, and so when I was a kid, I didn't always get opportunity to play, like, pinball or whatever. Come on, it's time to go, don't do that, so I was an older teen and drive, and I would take you places and do stuff that I wanted to do when I was your age and couldn't. <laughs> right. And so we went out indulgent Saturday afternoons. Playing whatever games you wanted, going whatever you wanted for food, you know, just having a good time. Yeah, lots of uh, lots of excite bike and asteroids and all kinds of stuff. That's for sure. I I remember we had the the uh, the ice cream stand in the mall that had the bubble gum in the in the ice cream that my parents very rarely let me get, but you had no problem letting me get that uh, 
And the gum was always so nasty in those things too. Like it just. But we looked forward to it. Didn't we? <laughs> we totally did. Why? I mean, what's wrong with us? <laughs> we totally did. So, um, but uh, there's a there's a battle going on underneath us right now with dogs. So we're we're just doing this thing live. I don't even know what's happening exactly, but um, so I would borrow games all the time. Like he, the way the the we li- I lived on a farm when I was just a just a young kid, and he was living um, with his brother right next door to us. And so, oftentimes, I would go uh, if if he was off of his shift or whatever, I'd go borrow games and then take him over to the neighbor's house and play. And uh, um, you know, so I'd play games like like Pitfall and things like that. But like looking back, and those were some like Phoenix and Pitfall. Those were some of my favorites. For you, I know this is a Nintendo show, but we're going to talk a little bit about Atari just because that's, uh, um, that was, that was, yeah, that's where, that's where it started. Right. And so what were some of your favorites on that system? Adventure was absolutely one of my favorite games just because you can keep replaying it. It, I don't know. They just got the balance just right. When you pick third game adventure, it's randomized, just enough fun in it, you know, Playing like computer text games and stuff, so you had to use your imagination. Mm-hmm. The graphics didn't really bother about the game. So there were several games. Trips of Chaos was one of those awful visually. Really cool. It's like playing a dragon. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I liked Asteroids, um, Space Invaders. And it gets repetitious. Right. I remember trying to roll the counter over and stuff like that. No pause button. I just had to hardcore <laughs> and do the whole thing all at once. Interesting. I didn't realize you couldn't even pause. The uh, looking back, like we just grabbed that that Atari flashback on the Switch, and so we were playing through a lot of these games. And as, when you compare them to modern games, it's kind of like this. Like this is it. You know what I mean? Like I played a boxing game, and it's like there's two boxers on the screen, and when you beat that guy, you play that guy again. Like that was, that was kind of it. There wasn't a, there wasn't a ton of variation, but you look back at that time period when there was nothing at like, this was it. This was the, it was all new. And so it was exciting at the time, but even then you would buy certain games and you know, you pay 35, 40 bucks or whatever they were. And you get them home and because the the cover art is all, you know, exciting and (laughs) the story. And then you go, wait, what? (laughs) and start to play it so we figured out we would trade with friends instead of them going and spending 30 bucks we'd trade for a week there was games like Yars Revenge and stuff that were pretty good there was some repetition to it but also it it sped up and got harder and play a little well a lot of times even though some of those games had, had the repetition to them if you were going for a high score that was a big deal Right. Back in that, back in those days with some of those games, but there was a, like looking at the box, like that boxing game in particular, I'm like, I mean, I guess you could go for the high score, but it doesn't seem like much of the, much of an objective when you're boxing, you know, right. it was, and, 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 you know, when I think about boxing games, I think about like Mike Tyson's punch out, which is essentially just a puzzle game that you're just, or like almost like a rhythm puzzle game when you get down to the, uh, you break it down all the way. And so, you know, you had different characters, but at the end of the day, it was just still figuring out patterns, which I mean, it's that's pretty much most games 
throughout time. It's all, a lot of it boils down to patterns, but the, uh, it was just, it was, it was funny for me going and just trying some of those Atari games for the first time. Cause you know, I had never, I had never seen boxing before I tried golf and I was like, why is this guy swing? Like, it would not be humanly possible to swing a golf club the way the way this this. Well, that's this. because the guys who programmed those were high when they did it. So they didn't care. <laughs> oh man, definitely some some funny stuff there. But so you got to see you got to see the transition of you know the 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 huge arcade boom, then to the home console market with Atari, and then Nintendo kind of came in, but. If I remember correctly from stuff we've talked about in the past, you uh, weren't the biggest fan of Nintendo at first, right? Because it was kind of like, oh man, these guys are kind of taking over. Right, yeah. I just was like, what's going on? What's happening to my Atari here? You know? <laughs> I remember buying the Atari 7800 when it came out. Yeah. Because I was like, you know, I'm not going to let this Nintendo thing <laughs> squash my dreams. And then I found out they had to give me the model at Toys R Us off of the shelf because it was the last one. They weren't restocking them anymore. Oh no. <laughs> So oh. I do still have that one because <clears throat> it plays 2,600 games. I have like 40 or 50 cartridges. So I wanted to play it. I remember watching you play. And, and then they had uh, Duck Hunt, which was actually really popular in the arcade. Mm-hmm. And it was a, really a good translation of it. All right. Maybe this whole okay. Right, <laughs> right. Well, and what's funny, like I was just even finding out the, the history of of Nintendo and Atari. And, and I, I, again, there's, there's, it seems like stuff comes out like all the time, but I was watching a YouTube video recently about how like Nintendo and Atari almost struck up a deal that Atari would have been the NES would have been an Atari system that they distributed and Nintendo would have been in charge of games. And like the, they were almost, I think they even, they flew to a certain location to even get to sign the paperwork and everything just went South right at the last possible minute. So it was just really, really interesting to see. And I mean, you see that with the, with the plate, like PlayStation wouldn't be a thing if Nintendo hadn't, hadn't screwed them at a, at a conference when they were supposed to be making the, the Sony play or the, the Nintendo PlayStation. And then they're like, Oh no, we teamed up with uh, Philips Magnavox or whatever. And Sony's like, what the ink is still wet. Like what's going, <laughs> what's going on here? You know? Yeah. So, so, I mean, we, you know, we, we spent a lot of time in the arcades. Like I said, we played, uh, definitely played some, some Nintendo played a lot of Atari, that kind of stuff. But I think where we ended up sort of where we played the most was more my like early teens and stuff as, as far as like super Nintendo, we played that a lot. Like, I mean, we would have hours and hours and hours in um, Mario Kart and super Mario world and, and things like that. Like, I can st- the uh, the ghost uh, the ghost house tracks on Mario Kart. We would do time trials. It's, I mean, we would do the battle mode. We would race against each other. But I think we started having the most fun passing the controller back and forth. Just uh, um, just playing Mario Kart. Are there any of those any of those Super Nintendo games or anything that kind of uh, come to mind that we that we used to play. I know like Mario world and I know some street fighter because you had, you had uh, your kids were super young. So I was going to say <laughs> my kids came along. And so my memories are a little bit more blurred of as far as I just remember the time that we put in. And right. It was fun. It was family time, but my kids being as fascinated with stuff as you were when you were little. Right. But now you were <clears throat> older and, you know, sometimes even watching the babysit 
whatever. And so <clears throat> it was, you know, all of a sudden this generational thing, which was very cool. And then my daughter, who was the ultimate button masher, <laughs> was beating people at Street Fighter. <laughs> she was like six or whatever. I don't remember. Yeah. But she was really young. And they couldn't believe it. They thought she was just cheating something. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So many, so many memories back, back then. And, uh, the, the thing that the, the other system that we ended up putting probably way more time in than we should have ignoring our wives and everything was the Nintendo 64. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember when my wife came home with mine and it even had the expansion pack and perfect dark. And I went, you're not going to see me for like three weeks. What have you done? <laughs> Yeah, that was such a huge, huge deal back then, that expansion pack. And we would play, you remember some of the game modes we would play on Perfect Dark? Like, we would set up like a dark turtle sim. Yeah, and then lots of meat sims. <laughs> yes, just just mowing around. Now we were the meat sims, right. because we found the right balance to it. Was, it was so hard to kill. Yep. If you didn't work together, you would end up dying. Oh yeah, we have some ultimate combinations. Yeah, the the different modes, and we would just like we were. I was newly married or even dating my wife at the time, so we would just show up. And thankfully, my aunt and Jen would just like play cards or talk about whatever they talked about. And we, I mean, we would game. We would game, and we would take breaks. We'd play some Uno and your oh, Killer yeah, Uno, you know. Yeah, we did all together, grilling and everything yeah. else. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> the games were definitely the center stage. A lot, a lot of. Uh, and they would play Mario Kart with us. I can remember countless hours of screen watching while people hit the lightning bolt as you go over Wario Stadium. <laughs> you suck! Yeah. I have to go all the way around again! <laughs> it was the worst. That was the worst. That level's never made it into Mario Kart since, either. So, like, they haven't... That's the 164 track that hasn't come back yet. So, fingers crossed, Mario Kart 9. We're hoping. <laughs> We're hoping, but... So, let's kind of just step back a little bit like what has it been i mean you've seen you've seen gaming go from literally pong to 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 what it is now like did you did you expect that back back in the day or like did you think it would did you think it was going to be a fad did you think it was going to be something that um that you'd still be doing now you know pretty much your entire life you know i think we did think we would be doing it now but we were sold something very different, which was like 3D gaming. You're going to stand on, inside a pad, mm. you know, with like inside of a room on a pad. The, the game is going to be all around you and it's going to be virtual and all that stuff. And I still think we'll hit that at some point. But it's like it's, Ready Player One, basically. Yeah, exactly. But, and we were told that in the 80s, this is what happened. Close. But, you know, they still had a lot of fun games. But you were still in control of it. Like, I think some people were afraid that you wouldn't. Anymore. So if you had the controller in your hand, uh, like I can on whatever. But uh, yeah, I didn't. I guess I've always considered myself a gamer. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think there would be a time when I had to stop, especially since my kids love to. So that was something we did together. Continue to do together. They're adults now, right? And, uh, so hopefully someday with grandkids. I don't want to be the old buddy daddy. <laughs> Back when I was a boy. Right, right. We had one joystick and one button, and that was it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's true, but it, it moves on from there. It's still fun. <laughs> so, I mean, you got to see, uh, and, and 
kind of from a, like an adult perspective, like I was, I was just a kid. So like seeing stuff like, like when Mortal Kombat came around and games started taking a turn towards more violence and, and things like that was, uh, were you surprised by that? Were you like, what did you think of just like society's response to that kind of stuff? Did you think oh. they were going too far in one direction? I suppose there's always some stuff that goes too far, but over too. I mean, it's just a video. Mm-hmm. Too hung up. Certainly. Can't separate this from college. <laughs> You've got bigger problems. It's not the video game. It's, you know, anything can set you up. Well, if you decapitate people in a video, you want to lie. Well, no, sorry. <laughs> I just don't see that. As, it could be a trigger, but I'm, there's probably something else that would make you do it, too. Yeah. Like having a machete and needing to cut the weeds or something. And all of a sudden, hey, I could somebody's head off for real with this. You know. Oh. Yeah, I've never had that urge after playing Mortal Kombat to pull someone's heart out of their chest. I don't know. <laughs> the only thing that's ever happened to me was playing Need for Speed. And you know, you cause those accidents to get the biggest insurance claim or whatever it was. And I remember leaving the house one. And I'm a I'm a full blown adult. Should be grown up and not really not. And I'm driving down and I'm thinking about how I could hit the brake to power slide around the corner. <laughs> and I'm going, No wait! <laughs> this is reality. I was like the probably the Closest thing. <laughs> Good old Need for Speed. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. I mean, so you remember taking me to the arcade oh, yeah. back, you know, way back when, and like, I mean, I remember. We're gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can remember some of these old games we used to play. But there was a wasn't there a wrestling game that had a character that was Kamikaze Ken? Was it that the? Do you, I think so. Do, do you yeah. recall? <laughs> Like, and it wasn't a WWF game, you know, because they had those back in the day too, and those were great. Like, you know, you get the Ultimate Warrior and things like that. But I think because that guy's had, you know, he had Ken as his name, that right. always stuck with me. Um, well, it was the same with Street Fighter. Oh, sure. Because, yep. you know, hey, I Yep. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> but, and it was, you know, like, my mom was super protective <laughs> of me when I was, like, I couldn't. Th- I've talked about it on. She let you go out with me. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) That's a that's a great question. I don't like. I couldn't. I couldn't watch the Smurfs. I couldn't. uh, You know, it was so bizarre. Like I couldn't. I couldn't do uh, things that had magic in it. But Star Wars wasn't considered magic for some reason, so we were okay there. (laughs) You know, just just goofy stuff like that. But um, you know, the one that I go back to that that to me seemed to be like the biggest change in gaming was was Mortal Kombat and seeing, you know, seeing uh, just in the demo screen, you know, they showed all the worst stuff in that game. It was like the best commercial possible for that game. When you see Sub Zero mm-hmm. pull someone's head off and there's yeah. a there's a spine in there in his hand, you know, connected to it, or uh, Scorpion's pulling his mask off and and. Yeah, burning somebody to just their their <laughs> skeleton, you know, like. And you remember some games too, like times. Uh, what was it called? Time time, killer. time killers, right? Like, oh yeah, this is a Sega Genesis game. It's very rare. You can find. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's super expensive, but it's not. It's not cheap and a little harder to come by. But I mean. <sighs> I remember the game vaguely. I remember playing like, didn't you like to play as a bug or something like that? Yeah, it was whatever the space alien bug was. Because his hands would turn into buzz saws, float across the screen. He could lop off every body part. <laughs> but the guys with axes could do the same. Had to know. The, 
and the the you had like left arm, right arm, left leg, right leg, if I remember correctly. And if that got cut off, blood would just squirt out of that. Yeah, and you could keep fighting with the other limbs if you were good enough. But you were at a disadvantage. Yeah, so that and we just we we laughed. We thought it was funny. People that I was playing, not because of that, but it was just so ludicrous. Like, right, you, you had to take that joke. Oh, I want to go out and chop people now. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I mean, even when I was little, I, it was just it was always just kind of like. This is just awesome. <laughs> you know, like this is just pure awesome. There's nothing like I don't know. It didn't uh it didn't make me want to go and 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 do anything violent. I was just more like, hey, this is getting a, I mean, it's it's definitely not getting more realistic, but it's getting more entertaining, that's for sure. Well, I would have thumped your melon too if you just started <laughs> acting up. So. <laughs> this is also true. This is also true. But I mean, one of the the most unique gaming experiences I remember in the arcade was um, you're gonna have to help me with the name. It was like time. Um, it you it was it was a holographic game where you played as this cowboy. Oh, I remember what you're gonna talk about. I do not remember the name of it. Yeah, the name escapes me right now. But that was one of the craziest things. That that to me felt like this is gonna be the evolution of the arcade. Right. You know, it was because- supposed to be. That was supposed to be the next thing. You were going to see all kinds of that type machine. I think it maybe is the only one. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's another one. But you could put your hand through the, uh, you know, through the screen, or you know, it wasn't even a screen. It was yeah, just the hologram. Yeah, it was just projected, and and it was it was something to do with time, time warrior, or something like that. I thought, but um, I'll look it up here shortly. The, uh, but it was it was it was so. I mean, it was like the, it was like you walked into the arcade. That was the machine that you yeah, saw, front center, like yep, front and center, like a dollar fifty to play it or something. <laughs> yeah. Like most games were, you know, maybe 50 cents or some might've been a dollar, but for the most part, everything was, you know, relatively cheap. This was like, okay, you're going to, uh, you're going to invest a little bit here. What, um, you've, you've, you've often told me some pretty killer stories about like, um, like playing gauntlet and getting to oh. levels like <laughs> yeah. to share that, share that story with these so, guys. When I was in high school and we were reaching the end, we were seniors. We realized this was probably going to be it. Uh, there was a Saturday. Each one of us bought, brought 20 bucks with, it. there was five of us. It's a four player game. And so we just took turns. Whoever wasn't playing would feed quarters for the other guys because we said, we're going to reach the bottom this game we're gonna get all the way to the bottom of the dungeon and we never did but we had so much fun doing that that to this day when i see those other guys i had anyways we it came up we like still talk about it because it's one of those things that you do you have adventure with friends mm-hmm. a lot of times it's out going somewhere and doing something but this just happened to be the arcade because did crazy there was people watching us, right? Like the guy, you know, the guy that's giving you change for tokens and stuff. Was even standing there, just going like, "Wow, you guys are, you guys are into this. You're doing this thing." You know, <laughs> it was funny. We had a crowd watching. Well, it's. I mean, hearing that, it, you know, that there was a crowd and things like that. Like it. You oftentimes mention like Twitch to somebody, and they're like, "Why would you want to watch somebody play games?" But like when you hear stories like that, or you even think back, I mean, you know, 
if two if two of the locals at your arcade were the best at a Street Fighter or the best at a Mortal Kombat or whatever, if those two started fighting each other, that was a crowd. People wanted to see high level gameplay. Right. Like yeah. it's 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 kind of always been there. Somebody's going for the high score on something, and you know you'll see you'll see a crowd. I can remember even one time getting. I got you remember Killer Instinct when it came to the arcade. Yeah, so I remember getting really good at that at home on the Super Nintendo, and I've told the story on here before, but, like, I had a line of, of grown men behind me, <laughs> like, kid, how are you doing that move? You know, like, I don't know, just put your quarter up, buddy. You know, yeah. you're next. <laughs> you're next. I'm taking you down next. <laughs> and so up until the point that then there'd be somebody that was like, oh, this, this is somebody on a whole new level here, looking at, you know, seeing some of the moves they were doing. But, I mean, it's it's... It, to me, it's one of those things like anytime you can see somebody doing something that's, um, you know, extraordinary or, you know, they're really good at a game or anything like that. It's it's exciting to watch. So every time I hear that question about why would you want to watch somebody play games? Well, you know, if they are really good at it, that's definitely a reason. And then, you know, community is also another factor. I did pull up the uh, it's it's from Sega and it's called Time Traveler. That's the. Uh, that's the three there. There it is. Even seeing the pictures, like, you know, there wasn't much going on on the screen. It was like, you were a cowboy with a, with a, with a revolver. And you'd see like one or two more characters show up on the screen at a time. And you get some of the pictures and stuff. I'm going to pull up the images here. Like you guys can check this out. If you want, if you look up time trip, even the machine itself just looked, it looked like something from the future. Like it was just yeah, it's like a mini amphitheater and yeah, all the holograms were inside of it. He, yeah, and you can go to the future and the past, and yeah, pretty pretty interesting. It looks like there may have been no. I think that's the only. I think that's the only game. So, I don't know. It'll be, yeah, I don't recall seeing anything like that afterward. There may have been, but it probably wasn't. Yeah, yeah, and it's. I mean, even the backgrounds are just like squares and rectangles and triangles, and like it's just kind of. Oh, kind of odd, but definitely worth checking out if you've never seen this machine before, because it it looked like nothing else. It looked like nothing else in the arcade, but yeah, it wasn't uh, it wasn't cheap. That's for sure. I wonder I wonder what one of these things goes for now. Like <laughs> if it even still works. Yeah, <laughs> and then trying to get it to keep working would be yeah would be interesting too. So what like you know. Y- you play switch you've you know you've pretty much kept up with uh with with all the systems throughout the years especially the nintendo systems um, i still have everyone we have oh i love it i love it <laughs> that's probably where i got my that's another sickness i probably inherited <laughs> don't blame me for that <laughs> so, um but like you remember when we introduced you guys to animal crossing and how you thought we were just oh, out I of our that was the dumbest <laughs> i was like you're going to do what in real time. This is stupid. It wasn't even what, like an hour, maybe two? Pretty soon I was like, hey, go over there. I think I saw a fish jump. Yeah. Get over there. Here, why don't you give me that controller? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember the first night we got down to your, your place and we played that game. And it was, uh, I don't know, 2 or 3 a.m. And we're like, okay, I think... I think we've got all the fish we can get to sell for in the morning. Like they're in the, the our pockets are full. You know, we got some hanging out in the house cuz it wasn't very big yet. We had just started the started the game. And then, you know, that 
I mean, now we're, you know, kind of anticipating the next one coming out, of course. And what is it you said? You can't wait to be in debt I can't to wait. Tom Nook. Yeah, I can't wait to be in debt to Tom Nook. Yeah, that's what I tweeted out earlier this week. So the. Uh, but I mean, you know, you guys, I've told this story on here. What? <laughs> so what happened after you played Animal Crossing and you had to get your kids a GameCube or something, right? Isn't that what? <laughs> yeah, so this is how. I don't know how bad a parent I am or, or maybe you might think how awesome I am. I don't know which, but so we bought our daughter a her own little TV for her room. It was a 13 inch black and white, with, or maybe it's, no, it's color, but it has a, a VHS. If you don't know what that is, look it up. It's on the bottom. We're playing tapes. And, uh, and we got the family a GameCube, but we had bought them because they were on sale when we found them. It was like October. So we had to keep them hidden from the family. But, we decided we need to make sure that they work. We had them set up in our room, my wife and I. And after the kids would go to bed, we would pull out the TV and the GameCube and game. And so when Josh called me one night and asked what I was doing, I told him. And he just wouldn't stop laughing because he was like, wow. Like, I couldn't wait to pull this on my kids at one point. You know, someday I'm like, I'm like taking notes. Like, okay, this is what... This is this is parenting 101 right now. Like get get new console for kids and play it for 3 months before Christmas. Well, that's the reason you have kids so you can play with the toys ahead of time. Right. Right. Well, it's I mean, it was I remember hearing it all the time when I was a kid. Like I'd get a candy bar and and it never failed. Some adult was like, "Hey, I need to make sure that's not got poison in it." I'm like, I don't think it has poison in it, you know, but they're like, that's how you want to check it by eating it. Yeah. That was, that was always, that was just so funny, you know, had to, had to make sure it had to make sure it worked. But but yeah, no, I loved, I absolutely loved that. Cause you know, your, uh, your wife and my wife have been playing that game. I mean, I think my wife has something like 600 hours on the, the newest, the newest, uh, uh, animal crossing on DS. Like they, you know, and it's just funny because you do try to pitch that game to somebody and they're kind of like, what are you talking about? Like, why do you want to go into debt? Why do you want to, why do you want to work? You know, that kind of stuff. So, um, I know some other games that you've, you've really gotten into are games like, uh, like elder scrolls and Skyrim and things like that. Like the you, you you played, we got you Skyrim last year for your birthday. Like, any, did you do anything crazy in that game? That uh, I know there's like some weird glitches and things like that. Did anything? Did yeah, you... on the Switch, it's not quite the same as like on the PC because that's where I, I mean I played Arena back. In the game. Hmm. Yeah. But those were yeah, there were some of the craziest glitches. I remember just people would come over to watch me play. I think it was Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we would spend like an hour just climbing to the top of the mountain and throwing things off and watching the physics as they would bounce and flip. And, you know, you'd kill a bear and throw it over and just watch him go head over heels all the way down, you know? And it was just because again, that was something newer. Like you hadn't yeah. seen that level of what was happening right. before. And I remember just sneaking with a bow and arrow through the long grass and just exploring the world. And if I was doing it in the middle of the night, I would be startled if some monster would come out. It would scare the crap out of me. And I was right. like, what? I was fully immersed. What happened? So much fun. And it's the same when you play Skyrim. Into it. And all the things that you're doing that you don't get to do in real life. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. I would hurt myself yeah. if I did that. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and what's great about those kind of games is anybody can play them however they want. You know, like if you're whatever you're into, like if you want to just adventure, you go adventure. If you, I mean, a lot of times you get into like the, um, like making different potions and, and that yeah. kind of stuff, right? Like, like I hooked on alchemy in Morrowind because I got stuck somewhere. I couldn't find my way out of this valley. I ended up, there was stuff in there to make levitation. Never. I ended up getting myself out of it. This is cool. If you know the game Morrowind, it had some glitches in it. Increase your intelligence. Potions got stronger. You until mm. it, it broke the game. Potions way OP. Uh, <laughs> anyways, that was where I first learned how to do it, and just I don't know, for some reason it feels. I mean, weren't you flying like out of the map and stuff? Oh yeah, I remember I, I increased my speed so much that I ran to the island of Solstein. Uh, <laughs> it's like over water or something, to, yeah, right? So you're supposed to take you know get to enough level and take a boat and go there. <laughs> And so I kind of broke my game by just running across the water and finding it on an accident. But again, it was one of those things you could do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not tightly scripted. Adventure any way you want it. You usually wound up dead because of it, but it was fun. Go so make your own plan. Well, I mean, how do the dragons in Skyrim compare to the dragons in Adventure? <laughs> <laughs> you mean the ducks? The ducks in Adventure? The deadly ducks. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's uh, well again it's just incredible because in your mind when you're playing those games you know you're seeing something more than what's on the screen that's just a it's just representative of what's going on but so now they've taken that in reality it's just incredible to see some of those well people that are in their 70s like skyrim see the dragons come in just their jaws drop open and they're right. like what is that what is going on they're just fascinating yeah this is like watching Right. Right. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. Like just like you know, like we talked about at the beginning, just watching adventures, seeing those those duck dragons, you know, even when they die, they just look like they look like a dead duck. Like exactly. Like, With his head lolled back, yeah. his bill closed. Yeah. And it I mean, you literally had to use imagination with the you know, with with the games back then. But I mean you know, I, I, I even asked him when we were, I'm like, so you would stay up to like two playing this, you know? Cause I mean, you can beat up, you can beat that game. What? Like five minutes. Yeah. It depends. But yeah, it, it doesn't take long. You know? So, I mean, but if, you know, if you're, you can always replay it. Yeah. That's if you were into it back in the day, it's, it, it's crazy. Well, We would make up other, like we would put games in a row to play like, like a triathlon kind of well, thing? yeah, so like you, you would play Missile Command because you were defending your planet from the aliens, and then, well, okay, now we're going to go out into space and see so Star Raiders or whatever. Yeah. Once you destroyed so many enemies, then you'd switch to Laser Blast and say, okay, now I'm attacking their planet, and then, you know, you switch to another game. We, just, we would make stuff up just to make it even more fun than it already was. Did you guys ever do competitions like that? Like, who can, like... Okay, we're gonna do asteroids to a certain score, and then switch to yes. Pac-Man or things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Even then, like even in the adventure game, we would have certain rules. Like you can't win until all the dragons are dead. Mm. That's not a thing for in the game. You can right. just win by taking the palace in. But we would say, "Oh no, you have to do this." And so then we would set some challenges. We would think about it. And then the next weekend, when we get together, or overnight party, or okay, here's the deal. You have to have the bat locked in the White Castle, or you can win the game. You know, and they, <laughs> yeah, 
not always the easiest thing to accomplish. So when you set, and then you would set the challenge for someone else, and then watch them try to beat it. Right. And they would have one for you and things. So again, I just added. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I mean, because I mean, you know, you see. I mean, you've seen the Nintendo World Championships and things like that, where they basically do the same thing. Where it's like, okay, we're we're, and it depend. They've been doing them, you know. I think they've had like three or four of them now, and so like, you know, you'd see them playing like this goofy. It's kind of weird. They'll go and pull like these really obscure titles. There's one I think it's called like, I, don't, I think it's Bean something or whatever. I can't even remember the name. I found it on DS, and like this little bird has a tongue that grabs the beans as they're coming down. And this is one of the games that shows up at this, at this competition, you know, and then they're playing, you know, Mario Odyssey and, and Mario Kart eight and things like that. And so it's just, it's, it's crazy to see, but it's cool to hear that. Like, you know, you guys were in a sense making your own, um, not only competitions, but in a way making your own game, like, okay, this is, you know, from space to everything else. Like that's, that's, I never even, when I was, I just, I was, I guess I was kind of doing the same thing due to just my like ADHD back then, but it was like, okay, pitfall. Okay. Phoenix. Okay. There was like, I don't know. These don't tie together whatsoever, you know, but like, okay, Pac-Man, here we go. You know? Um, but we, and you know, I would always get kicked outside to go play and couldn't, couldn't usually play for long periods of time, but, uh, um, are there any, but we'll kind of get, we'll kind of wrap up here, but are there any, what would be some of your favorite, uh, like Nintendo games, that you've played throughout the years. It doesn't have to be like Nintendo made. It can, you know, just, just on that system. I know we've, you know, we've, we've mentioned perfect dark and, and Mario Kart. I think we played a lot of Tony Hawk and, and things yeah, like that. Um, but are there any, are there in particular, like, even like, you know, I, I'm pretty sure you, didn't you play through link to the past and stuff like that on the super oh, yeah. Nintendo? Yep. I remember calling friends to <clears throat> ask him, Hey, how do you do this? How do you beat this part of it? And just so everybody knows, my uncle does not work at Nintendo. I know everybody's <laughs> uncle works at Nintendo, but 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 mine does no, not. No, but I did have a friend that worked at Nintendo, and one of the things that we would do was go to their house, and you know we'd hang out for the weekend and barbecue or whatever. And because it was part of uh, her job to help people when they called in, that's a thing that you used to have to do. It wasn't email or whatever. You would call on the telephone and ask for help to get past an area. So she had to learn all these things. So we would sit and play Nintendo games. And she would be assigned certain ones, and Ghosts and Goblins, one of them. Mm. And we we would we played the snot out of that game to try to find every way you could do stuff and the best way to do stuff and things like that. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Just some of the fav- like some of your favorites through throughout so the. I uh... remember Cool Spot being like a weird fun game. <laughs> yeah. Like, and the most annoying thing you couldn't save. Oh, so it all had to right. go. You had to be able to like pause it and leave it sit. Yes, you, you know. And then when you have little ones in the house, that doesn't always work out. <laughs> or a mom that would like, why is this on? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Wasted power. Turn it off. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because I, well, I had chess on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. You could set it where it would take twenty four hours to make. Oh to. my gosh! And if my either of my parents saw it on, they would just shut it off. Right. And I would be like three or four moves into the game, you know, so a good half a week or even more. And, and all of a sudden I'd come over and it was off. What did you do? Oh. <laughs> With chess. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And the, yeah, just some of the games that are a little bit quirky. Like I said, Crypts of Chaos was one. Sorry, that oh, interesting. I'm trying to think for Nintendo, some of the other ones. Oh, there was one. It was uh, mini race cars. 
Oh, micro machines? Micro machines. And, <laughs> and it was cool in the sense of you're like racing around you know, on a teacher's desk or something. Right. So there's rulers and pen cups and all these things. But the controls were not the best because when the screen would roll around, you were still going left and right, but you had to think opposite on the screen. And stuff yeah, like yeah. The controls were But if kind you of get that up. down, it was, you know, it was a, stuff like that. Yeah, like I said, we—I mean, we had hours and hours in Perfect Dark playing through the story, doing co-op missions there. I mean, I'm sure we played GoldenEye some, but Perfect Dark is the game that I feel like. I mean, we were both on a race to try to get perfect on that yeah. uh, on that game, and I—I is still running. I still still still, still yeah, no, it's not still running. <laughs> yeah. We used to rubber band the controllers yeah, with the trigger I on. Work all day yeah. and leave that thing <laughs> with like the laser going. Yep. Hit the new Sims in the head. Yes. Yep. Then we figured out no lasers don't count as headshots or whatever it was. Yeah. We figured out we wasted so many well, hours and days. Yeah, and it wasn't until like about a year ago I talked to somebody. They're like, "Oh, you actually had to kill human opponents like in order to get to perfect. Like you had to rack up enough like uh, player versus player kills in order to hit that hit that number." But like I had 32 days logged in that game. Now I wasn't playing all the time, but then I, you know, set up the 64 in my kids' room and they actually deleted. That, oh, that, no. that save file so it's gone it's it's gone forever but um yeah i'm just trying to think back too. like i remember you because you would have some some different games obviously than what i would have one of them i remember that you had on the super nintendo was like a like a red baron kind oh of, yeah kind of game like dog fighting and stuff like that yeah and you had to put a team together why is different so like one of them was a real good shot one of them was a real good mechanic that would affect your plane or ability to shoot, things like that. And you would get medals if you went through and did did well. And if they survived, and if they died, they held a little ceremony for them. And, oh, funny. You know, they get medals. Biplanes, which was kind of almost more fun to fight with because it's slow motion. You can think a little bit more. Right. Whereas with jets, you know, it's just fast reaction. Sure. That's its own level of fun. Biplane. Because there was actually an arcade game I played. Okay. Me and one of my older brothers. Every time we saw that game. Yeah, love it. <laughs> love it. The uh, the other one I remember you used to play a lot was Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Yeah. So. That was a thinker, that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the strategy games that also had some action. And I remember seeing that game and just being like, what the heck is this? And then when I finally sat down to try it, I was like, oh, this is actually pretty fun. But I remember my initial response was like, this, doing what? this reminds me of reading a book. I'm going to go <laughs> I'm gonna go do something else. It should not be your response to that. <laughs> What's wrong with reading a book? <laughs> oh, it's kind of an ongoing ongoing joke with, the, <laughs> with my community. Anytime there's like a tutorial, I'm like, Skip. just hitting A, and they're like, "Do you know how to play this game?" I'm like, "We'll, we'll figure, we'll it, figure out. it out." <laughs> yeah, you and every other kid that was seven just press the button, press the button. Why are you reading? Press the button. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So one one day I'll one day I'll grow up and learn to to appreciate tutorials, but uh, um, but no, yeah. Just looking back, like trying to think. I mean, you know, like I said, we played a lot of super. Um, Super Mario Kart. I mean, even Super Mario World, I remember playing, like, there were times, you know, playing through different levels of that. Like, that was a game I played, like, super religiously. Like, I 
all three save files. I had all 100%ed, <laughs> you know, like I had the fall setting on everything, you know, it, it had changed from spring or whatever. Um, but yeah, and then and Zelda, I know. And I mean, looking back, like, were there any standout GameCube games other than other than Animal Crossing? Uh, like time splitters, time splitters maybe? was a fun one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's been so long, I don't know. I just know that there were games that we, yeah, we we put a lot of time in on. So much fun to play together. And of course, the Wii. I mean, your kids were older by the time the Wii and stuff came out. So, like, but that one was fun because even my folks, they were older and they always appreciated the gaming stuff, but they weren't really into it. Yeah. And but my dad, who was a bowler in real life and quite good at it, um, when I showed it to him, he was like, "Uh, how can this be?" He was hooked. Yeah. I remember he stayed the night at the house and we were going to church the next morning. And like, that was always a big thing with him. And he was like, Hey, do you think we could get in a game before we go? <laughs> and I was like, all right, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> oh man, that is hilarious. That's hilarious. But yeah, I mean, that's, and that's what, the, I mean, that system was, you know, that, that system did so well because I mean, it, it was, it appealed. And I, I don't know that many people, a lot of I mean, my parents owned one. You know, other than maybe just dance games, do you think they had anything else on it? No, it was Wii Sports. Like yeah. that was that was pretty much it. You know, well, they but... have it in the assisted living community. <laughs> they use it there because they can just you know, usually make a motion, press one button, whatever it is. It's very easy to learn. Yep, and anyone can do it. They love it. Yeah, yeah. I actually really hope that we see the Wii, the Wii Sports games get uh, ported over to the Switch because I mean, it, you know, other than the controller being a little bit different, I think you could do everything. Um, everything that we could do and the motion control is even better. So, um, well, Hey, this has been fun. Thanks for, uh, thanks for taking the time to do it with me. I appreciate it. You betcha. All right, guys. Well, Hey, this has been, like I said, just kind of a bonus episode. If you want to be able to follow me, you can go to N64 Josh or at N64 Josh on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. You guys know where you can find me. Um, they want to follow the show. It's at N Powercast, And, uh, like I said, this was just kind of a, I'm totally under the weather right now. That's why I don't even sound like myself. Um, we're still just kind of like these guys are staying with us. We're still just kind of doing family stuff from the holidays. And, and so, um, but I know a lot of you guys had requested like, okay, you've talked about your uncle enough. You got to get him. You got to get him on here. So and now they will all be extremely disappointed. <laughs> no, they, they, there's not a high bar here with me. So we're, we're, we're good. We're good. So, but uh, yeah. So thank you guys so much for, uh, for listening and we'll see you Thursday for our regularly scheduled show. Bye now. Bye.